jump in here. All right, well, good morning. I'd like to welcome all of our prayer warriors and the gatekeepers, overcomers this morning. Uh, back to the call this morning. Uh, we thank God today is December the 10th. Amen. Another day that the Lord has made. We're all coming together this morning to rejoice and be glad in it because we know that God has made time for us this morning and we're making time to be with the Lord this morning to hear what he's got to say as we come together to pray this morning. I just want to drop this statement on you that God, our Father, he has time for us if we have time for him. And so this is our time this morning to go before him in prayer because we are his people called by his name. We've humbled ourselves this morning. Here before the Lord this morning, we've turned away from every wicked way out there this morning. Uh, and we've come together this morning, two or three of us gathered in his name. We welcome the presence of the Lord this morning into our midst this morning in the name of Jesus. And so let's just pray this morning and get us started this morning. I'm excited about what the Lord is, is doing right now <clears throat> on this prayer line, uh, creating a prayer culture for God. He's using this to carry out his will against the forces of darkness, I believe. And so we thank God for, we call it a blessing, we call it a light prayer line. Uh, but we thank God for every uh, result, every testimony that comes out of this, every answer prayer that comes through this, these prayers that we're sending up. And our goal is to pray according to the Word of God, to study the Word and then pray the Word, or pray according to the Word of God. Here's our prayer this morning. And so we just pray that God will hear us, answer us, and show us great and mighty things as we pray this morning. So let's just open up this morning with the Abba Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, Lord, our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debts for us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, the power, and the glory, ever and ever. Amen and amen. Let me say something about uh, God's uh, commandments that he gave us over in the book of Exodus. Uh, chapter 20, I believe the first time we, we, we see those commandments beginning to shape. A lot of people think the Ten Commandments have kind of like become a thing of the past. But one of the things I just want to bring back to your attention is that if you always want a place to start, always go to that place where God originally gave us. Now, there have been probably about 600 or so commandments, six, around 610 commandments that, was, that those Ten Commandments grew to. So one thing I want to caution you about those commandments uh, if you need some doctrine or something to govern your life by, you can always go to those commandments because they've never been taken away. They've never been annulled. Uh, they've always been added to, but they didn't. They, that was the basic foundation to govern uh, our actions, to govern how we live our lives as Christians. So if you ever want a place to go back to to kind of get your oriented, get your focus, just go back and read Exodus 20, and it'll kind of kind of point some things out to you there. Uh, but the law never went anywhere. Okay, I know a lot of times we say that, you know, we, we live under grace, not under the law. But he never took the law away. He just fulfilled it. So he never took it away. So it didn't lose its value. Amen. We just picked up grace along the way. So I want to just say that to people because that the, those commandments are still in check today. Amen. They're still relevant today. You know, God still holds us accountable to keeping his commandments, all of them. Uh, and it just kind of grew from about 10 original. And all the way to think the last count in the Hebrew with the Hebrew Hebrews text or documentation, it, it got up to about 610, and uh, that's when we start leaning toward the dispensation of grace. And so we do have grace. Grace was bought in, 
uh, to help us because we could not fulfill and keep the law does not mean that it got annulled or, or disannulled. It's still in, in effect today. So if you ever need a reference, always go back to that to that place of reference right there. Again, like we said, we've been talking about, uh, you know, brainwashing, and I want to just give you a little bit more information about that because there's a lot of systems out here in this world that we've accumulated. Amen. That's just mankind. Man sometimes is not satisfied with God, so they begin to add more things uh, to to life to this thing called life to bring more pleasure to them because man by nature is a is a is a, a, a creature man that just has to be satisfied. And sometimes when we're not satisfied with God and satisfied with His way and satisfied with you know, his means and his commandments and his way of doing things, his ordinances, his, his rules, his guidelines, his spiritual laws, his spiritual concepts and perspectives and ideas. We go about and create our own things that make more sense to us. And uh, and uh, that's just kind of the way of the world. You know, it just changed so much. It's constantly changing. And we have to be so guarded and so careful because a lot of times we can get caught up in these worldly systems even the system of religion and we're going to take a look this morning at religious brainwashing because there's a lot of that that goes on yesterday we gave a general description today we're going to look at another aspect of brainwashing we're going to look at the religious part of brainwashing because i hate to say it y'all we did not end up with 4,200 different denominations or different systems of religion that have been created out there and there's been a cause and there's been an effect. Amen. Some of it is led to, to your religious brainwashing. I, I hate to say it and admit it, but I lived some years of my life early on because my parents could not teach me what they never learned. They couldn't take me where they'd never been. They couldn't give me what they never received. You know, and so as I look back, a lot of what they gave me really had me brainwashed and I didn't know it. Now, they didn't intentionally do that to hurt me. Is because they were brainwashed. You know, that's the power of the tradition of men. People can't teach and give you what they don't know. And so a lot of the information that a lot of us grew up with, it was good information for the time. But as we learn more, we, we, if we'll be honest about it, we can see a little bit of brainwashing in there, you know. You know. And that's been around for a long, long time. A long, long time, you know. I mean, when you think about the serpent in the garden, he brainwashed Eve. He brainwashed Adam, you know, because he brainwashed Eve. You know, God had told them, this is what I want you to do, instead of just being brainwashed with that and, and letting nothing else come in. Before you know it, serpent comes along and says something that kind of sounds like what God said. And he began to imagine what he said. And before you know it, she kind of, did what he said and together they did what he said and that's kind of how brainwashing works sometimes you know you know and before you know it you're totally brainwashed now you're so confused you don't know you don't can't find your way back unless something happens amen and so it's very subtle it's very tricky sometimes so you have to constantly be renewing your mind with the things of god because high things are always popping up you know, new systems out here in this world are being created. You hear new, you hear new philosophy over here. You hear new this going on over here. All of a sudden, you find there's another religious. Uh, you, you know, you got a different world order. You got Scientology. You get all these things just sort of popping up, popping up, 
and it causes the mind sometimes to begin to wonder where did that come from or what's that all about and before you know it we find ourselves inquiring then we start exploring then we start investigating and before you know it one little thing and that could pique our interest and you say hmm that sounds interesting never heard that before now we start getting pulled away led away and before you know it, if you go too far you end up brainwashed with that stuff man and it be very becomes very difficult to find your way back you know and that goes on it's because we're in a spiritual warfare a lot of times we don't we don't know where these things come from there was a dark dark world out there there's a spirit of darkness out there okay there's, there's principalities out there there's disembodied spirits out there you know, there's witchcraft out there. There's sorcery out there. You got a lot of forces of darkness out there that's trying to brainwash the people of God. They don't want to have nothing to do with God, and they don't want you to have nothing to do with God. They're not trying to bring you closer to God or bring you into more knowledge about God. Anything, they're trying to do the opposite. So you got to be aware of the spirit world that we're fighting against out there. All of these spirits out there, they want to manipulate us, okay? They're in our money system. They're in our, they're in our education system. They're in our... They're in our you know, every system that's out there, believe me, you know, there is there is a manipulating effect on it. If the enemy can ever get his hand on it, get control of it, he will use it to accomplish his purpose. Just like he showed up in the garden, he used what God had told them not to do to get them to do what he wanted them to do. And they played, they bought in. God, God, man, and God, woman got the seed right there, bam. And it happened just that solving just that quick. But what we're, what we're endeavoring to do is to add to our inner wealth down in our souls, because that's where we get attacked at, is in our souls. That's why Jesus said, I came to seek and to save that which was, that which was lost. He who went souls is the wise one. He wants to save our souls, because our soulish realm deals with our feelings and our emotions and how we think about things and how we observe and how we view things. All that comes out of the soulish realm. Because you hurt my feelings that that's, that that's because my my soul is not anchored it's not rooted it's not grounded in truth you know and so i'm easily uh, uh, shifted by, by every wind of doctrine instead of just having a doctrine that's inspired of god i'm moved by every wind of doctrine you know I'm, I'm, i tolerate everything i accept everything you know because i'm such a good outstanding christian man i just believe that god is just too good to hate anything so i can't hate anything well, you can't hate the soul. He said, he who loves souls, man, is, is, is wise, but you, you, you win souls. But you can hate the sinner, you know. A lot of times we make room for this stuff and don't even realize because we think we're doing the right thing as Christians. And we become brainwashed by some of this stuff because people, are, people make us feel guilty, you know. I thought you was a Christian. Be careful, y'all. Even, even the... The the, 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 the the season that we're entering into right now, I say season, but the time frame. These used to be holy days back then when, when, when in Christ's time, they were holy days. Now they're holidays. I said this yesterday, they're holidays. And what, 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 what the enemy tries to do is get us to do this, catch a hold to the holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm filled with God's spirit. Why would I want to catch a hold to any other kind of spirit? You know, catch the, the, the spirit of the season. <laughs> and some people try to enhance that. They'll go out and buy a little wine, you know, get a little eggnog and spike it, get a little buzz out of it. But they're trying to catch the holiday spirit. They're trying to get the spirit of the season, y'all. I got God's spirit in me. I don't need no I don't need no other spirit. I don't need to catch hold no other spirit. I'm satisfied with 
you know, I'm walking after him. He said, the scripture said, do not walk after the things of the flesh anyway. Those things on the please my flesh. You know, we walk after the spirit of Christ. Amen. And so let me read you this right here about brainwashing. We're talking about religious brainwashing this morning uh, because it's out there. Uh, as you go out and about, and this, this one that is open to purchase your, you know, do your Christmas, Christmas shopping. Amen. You're going to see a lot of advertisement out there. You just pay attention. You'll see all these signs. Kind of see how they address this, 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 this holy time that God never changed. It. It's still that we're to, to celebrate the birth of Christ. Period. Not all this other stuff. You can go jingle bells if you want to, but you got to understand what you're, what you're promoting there, what you're celebrating there. You know, you know, keep it holy. Just keep it holy. Keep it sacred. Keep it consecrated. Keep it separated. Don't get caught up in the holiday spirit, y'all. You'll be brainwashed by that stuff. You'll find yourself sitting on Santa Claus' lap taking a picture. You know, promoting the holiday spirit. Be careful what you expose your children to. These are spiritual things that brainwash us. Get us away from the original purpose of this time of year. You know, that first advent of the birth of Christ, the coming of Christ. This is what it's about. This is what it's always been about. This is what we got to keep it about. Here we go. So let's look at what is religious brainwashing. It is extraordinary powerful. It is extraordinarily powerful. And it is very dangerous to those who are either too young or disabled or not knowledgeable or don't really understand what this is. This time of year is all about uh, uh, disabled to withstand the religious pressure. There's a lot of pressure put on people this time of year. You know, a lot of pressure. You know, people will be outside of stores begging for money for this charity, that charity, this organization, that organization. Even though those things are good, but that's really not the focus. You know, drop your little dollar in the name of Jesus and go ahead on if that's what you got to do. I become very suspect about all of a sudden all these different people show up begging for money, all these different organizations begging for money, begging for this, begging for that, this, that, that, that. You just don't know. It's so much out there. And before you know it, we get brainwashed with that and think, well, this is the time of year for giving, so, you know, that, that's a good thing. Or is it really? <laughs> is, is that what it's all about? Is that what it has come down to? Is that how I understand it? Now, you have, to, you have to make your own judgment. I'm, I'm not condemning nobody, but I'm just trying to say a lot of us been brainwashed to think that this is what this time of year is all about. The Lord said, remember, whatever you do, do it in remembrance of me. Do it in all in remembrance of me. You know, I'm, I'm the reason for every season, if I may use that language. We say the reason for the season, you know, but Jesus Christ is, but he's the reason for everything we do every day. You know, don't get religious, get caught up in religious brainwashing. He goes on to say it is a type of brainwashing uh, in a religion, and it is serious and it's dangerous that most Americans are ignorantly, foolishly, arrogantly, rebelliously, pridefully, okay, law and large denial of it. We, we deny that this, this, that everything that we see going on out here. We see that as Americans, this is ignorance now. This is how it happens. There's nothing wrong with it. 
It's nothing wrong with taking a picture of Santa Claus. It's nothing wrong with got our children thinking that there's some fat man gonna come down through the chimney on uh, Christmas Eve, getting out of a sled of reindeer. Some people even go all the way to imagine this, and they go out and either have it built or they go buy it somewhere because there's people out there now that make this stuff and sell it. You got actually a big old sled with reindeer on top of the house with a big old fat man sitting in it, colored in Christmas colors. And people see that and they think kids ride by, they see that. They say, look at Santa Claus on top of the house. That's what I mean about religious brainwashing. And they never teach their kids one thing, man, about Jesus Christ. We're born this, this, apparently this time of year that so many years ago, he was conceived by his mother through the Holy Ghost. And then a child was born. You'll be, you'll be amazed at how many young kids out there right now know more about Santa Claus than they know, know more about the birth, of, the, the birth of Christ. Brainwash, religious brainwash, you know. And and the sad thing is sometimes we want disabled kids to have that experience. I see more of that going on in the last five years, uh, you know, taking, the, you know, dis, disabled kids, kids with Down syndrome, all, they, they think it's a big deal, and they say, well, they, too, they should have a, this experience, too, like everybody else. But just teach them about Jesus. Tell them about what the real reason behind the season is. Introduce them to Jesus, because he loved them, too. He said, suffer not these little ones to come unto me. Don't don't force our brainwashing on them. And that's what we do a lot of times, because we think we're doing something that's great and good. Nothing greater than telling somebody about Jesus Christ was born over 2,000 years ago, this time of year, they say. But if you don't really believe that or you don't know that or you don't understand that, then we'll get caught up in the brainwashing, the religious brainwashing, and we'll promote everything but the birth of Christ. And that's my, that's my concern right there. It's very dangerous, okay, seriously dangerous, because most Americans, I say Americans because I see this in the American culture, but I've seen it overseas in some places I've been to. We've, we've taught them well, okay? We've taught them well, you know, how to approach this time of year. And it's out of ignorance, it's foolish, it's arrogant, it's rebellious, it's prideful, and it's the large denial of the truth, what it comes down to, the large denial of the truth. But if I don't have anything in, in, in my bank, in my spirit, in my soul about Christ, it becomes very difficult to promote him. So let's take a look now in the rest of the chapter of Nahum, the first chapter. Look at a verse. We're going to pick up a few verses here, read it and get Pastor Eric on. We've got just a couple more minutes here. I want to start down at verse 11. And here's here's where I want to pick up at this morning. Yesterday we, 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 we looked at uh, a few verses and we talked about the burden that was on Nineveh. We talked about Nahum mean comforter. God had used this prophet to prophesy this word has future implications on it. He's prophesying here about the goodness of the Lord, but he's also prophesying here, man, about the punishment of God for those who who who, who imagine evil, imagine things that are contrary to 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 the goodness of God. And this is what this culture was dealing with. And here here comes Jonah. He wants to preach Christ to them, but they don't want to hear no preaching about Christ. It's kind of like what we're dealing with today. People want people don't want to hear you preaching about Jesus. They want to hear you talking about this universal God. They want to hear you talking about this nature God and all these other things in the place of God. They want you to be accept their God. They want you to accept everything but Christ. They don't want to. They don't want to stand alone.
gospel that just centers around Jesus Christ and as him being the only Savior. They don't want that. They want something else. You know, whatever they can imagine, that's what they'll push on people. Brainwash them. Religious brainwash. That there are other ways. You know, God is too loving to hate sin. You know, hate wickedness and evil. That's not God. There ain't no God. Who says it's God? Who told you it's a God? What does he look like? And so let's look at verse 11. And I want you to think about evil imaginations and evil, and, and, and the, these different spirits out here bring about an evil counsel to the people of God. We're, 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 you know, let's just kind of look at verse 11. There is one come out of thee that imagineth evil against the Lord, a wicked counselor. Thus saith the Lord, though they be quiet and likewise many, yet thus shall they be cut down when he shall pass through, though I have afflicted thee, I will afflict thee no more. Okay? And, and so you're going to see a lot of these these, these, these different uh, organizations and, and people out there represented, dressed up a certain way, and they always got some, some, some good wisdom or some good uh, poems or folk tales and things they want to share with you about this time of year. Sometimes we go buy this stuff and we go read this stuff. They pass this stuff out. There are people out there with tracts about this time of year. Everything you can think of, all of a sudden, you never knew all these these organizations was out there. And they just show up when this window opens. You see them at the mall passing out stuff. And you start reading that stuff. And you and you always got a, a, a new crop of these, these, these different organizations that just seem to show up dressed up in elf suits and dressed up in reindeer suits. And they start passing out and pushing their paraphernalia because they see this is a time of year to do it. Because everybody's kind of caught up in the holiday spirit. And these things are like seeds get planted into our psyche. And sometimes they have programs and they be passing out invitations and you find yourself going to one of them. You want to be, you want to explore it. You want to check it out. Sometimes you drag your kids because you, you're caught up in the holiday spirit. And you say it ain't going to hurt nothing to go check it out. I'm strong enough. I'm wise enough. You know, I, you know, I can say no, I can say yes, but you get exposed to it. And these spirits, I'm telling you, they, these spirits move from one soul to the next soul, one mind to the next mind. <clears throat> the idea is to exalt itself above the knowledge of who God is. You have to be guarded. You have to be very careful, you know, you know, because before you know it, these evil imaginations take root. Before you know it. Got those counselors out there start talking about it. I call them counselors because the stuff they're offering you is an alternative to what you already know to be true. The minute you think about it, you just open yourself up to it. You just expose yourself to it. You have to remember, it ain't about flesh and blood. It's about them spirits. Verse 13. But now will I break his yoke from off thee and will burst thy bonds in asunder. In a, a, a and the Lord has given a commandment concerning thee that no more of the, thy name be sown out of the house of thy God. That's a little g now. Will I cut off the graven images and the molding images? I will make thee make thy grave, for thou art vile. And so God is saying, since you won't shy away and break away from it and stay away from it, I'm gonna cut it away. From my, I'm gonna take it away because it's not promoting me. Not promoting what this season originally was about, you know. It's about the birth of my son, Jesus, my only begotten son. 
who shall believe in him. Don't let nothing change you to believe in something else. No help, no reindeer, no Santa Claus, no no slave ride. All those things, those all those things. Somebody out there pushing those, offering those to you. Oh, they got man. Some folks got horses dressed up like reindeer, put horns on them, and they out there selling this stuff. You want to get us? You want to? You, you want to go ride in the sleigh, especially some of the snow-ridden countries, I mean, uh, states right now and places. They offer sleigh rides, promoting all this worldly stuff, this imagination about uh, Christmas, they say. Of course, with reindeer horns on, brainwashing y'all. But the Lord said, you won't, you won't shy away from it? I'm going to cut it off. I'm going to bring it into it. But that's not what this, this season is supposed to be about. We say it's about that with our mouth, but our heart is far from it. Matthew 15 and 8, you go look at it. He said, you worship me with your mouth, but your heart is far from me. You say Merry Christmas. You say God bless. You say thank God for Jesus. He's the reason for the season. But your heart is far from it. You got the Christmas spirit. You got the holiday spirit. Telling you what to do. But look at what he said. God has given commandments against it. The 15, he says, last verse. Behold upon the mountains the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, mm -mm, that publishes peace. O Judah, keep thy solemn feast, perform thy vows, for the wicked shall no more pass through thee. He is utterly cut off. That's what the Lord is saying. Good tidings, you know, good news about Jesus Christ. Now, not all this promoting Christmas. Everybody in my night talking about Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. What about Christ, 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 Jesus, the Son of God, you know, child that was born, the Son that was given. What about him, you know? What about him? More more celebrating Christmas than celebrating Christ, the birth of Christ. The Lord going to cut all this stuff off, you know, what he said he's going to do because we won't do it. We're indulging more and more into the spirit of the season, the holiday spirit. That's what we're promoting now, you know. Everybody going out buying their wine, buying their drink. What they gonna, when they start celebrating, when they're going to have guests over, they're going to have, you know, 12 days of Christmas. People going to make a big celebration out of all the wrong things. All these evil imaginations, I call it, that's exactly what it is. Anything that's contrary to Christ being the whole focus about this time of year, you know, keep those holy thoughts about him. He's holy. He's, he's sacred. You know, he's a, he's a sacred name. Let's have some reverence for him. Let's celebrate him, his birth. His birth. Amen. So, all right, we're going to bring Pastor Eric on at this time. Pastor Eric, I'm sorry to give you but a few minutes, there, but amen. Go for it, sir. Amen. Praise God, Pastor. It's all right. Praise God. Amen. Thank God you give us a target analysis. Amen. To continue to focus on such as the time is right now so we thank god amen for the word that's been given throughout this week amen throughout this season for such as a time as what we're living in right now amen we're surrounded by a cloud of darkness and evilness and cunning and craftiness and deceptionness that is going on in the world but we thank god amen for his protection his safety that we all can walk on this earth, amen, and we all can go throughout our day, throughout our work day, and our children go throughout their school, amen, and continue to think about all of the goodness that the Lord has done, amen. And we don't wait for a specific time of the year to worship and praise God.
praise God, amen. We worship and praise God every day, all day, amen, because this is the life that we live. Because the Bible says, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and 17, therefore, any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, new things are yet to come. And we thank God, amen, that we are a new creation in Christ. And them old things, them old traditional ways, the old things, the old things of, of thinking, the old, old, old man, amen, old man thinking stinking thinking amen that we don't allow tradition amen to change our lives and allow tradition amen to put an effect on our on our on our daily walk with christ amen because we have the whole armor of god on as apostle paul said in ephesians chapter 6 starting with verse 10 amen he said finally my brothers be strong in the lord and in the power of his might he said, put on the whole armor of God. Amen. I know we have been talking about putting on the whole armor of God. Amen. Ever since God has called us to preach this gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And some people may think that it's an elementary teaching, but I say it's not. Amen. It is what we need. We need to continue to put on the whole armor of God. Amen. And we need to put it on. Amen. Like we are a child of God, like we are a soldier of God so that we can always stand and prepare and be ready. All, always. Amen. All day. Keeping our mind stayed on him. Amen. That he keep us in perfect peace by putting on the whole arm of God. He said that ye may be able to stand against the wells of the devil. Amen. As Pastor Lester was explaining, amen, and teaching, amen, about this, this traditional way of doing things that Jesus said that the tradition of man has made the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ of no effect. Amen. But we thank God, amen, that we're not bound by tradition. Amen. We're, we're not bound by religion. Praise be to God, because God is not religion. He's no respectable person. We are bound by the word of God. Amen. We are slave to righteousness. We're not a slave to sin or slave to things in this world. We are slave to righteousness because we put on the whole armor of God. Amen. And he said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the spirit, against the principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the dark of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's why we asking God each and every day as we started. Amen. This prayer culture line for God's protection and safety as we go throughout. Amen. Because we are not fighting against each other. Amen. We look beyond the physical. We look beyond the flesh. We look beyond our eyes. We look to the heal which come in our help. That's seen in the spirit, amen, because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, saints of God. Our fight is not against each other. Our fight is not against what someone else has or how many Christmas presents their children got this Christmas, how many, how, how many Christmas decorations they can put in their yard. No, we are not fighting against each other. We're fighting against the spiritual wickedness, principalities, powers of the dark of this world. And he said, wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God. That's why we got to put the whole arm of God on every day, every day, every day. Put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to withstand the evil day and had all done all to stand. That means we got to continue to continue and continue and continue to stand. Amen. And he says, stand therefore, have your loins, go about with truth. 
That's why we 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 preach the truth, amen, without compromise, but we do it through love because the better truth is wrapped around our waist, amen, to hold us, sustain us, amen, keeping the truth in our heart. As David said, a word I hid in my heart that I shall not sin against God, amen. We we walk with the truth. We got to have the truth buckled around our waist. That's Jesus. He is the truth, amen. He is faithful, amen, and he's wrapped around our waist to sustain us, to keep us, amen, to walking in the truth, amen. And he said, having a breastplate of righteousness. I told you we're a slave of righteousness, amen. We got to do right. We commanded to do right by our commanding chief, Jesus Christ. He is our Lord and King of King. Amen. So we got to keep the breastplate of righteousness on so that the enemy, when he do throw out a fiery dart with all this pressure, everybody going out, spending money and, and charging credit cards and trying to get this person that gift, trying to get that person that gift. But we thank God, amen, that those weapons may form, but it will not prosper against us because we got the breastplate of righteousness on. Amen. It keeps our, our vital organ, our hearts, our lung, our kidney, all of our vital organs keep those fiery darts away. Amen. Keep that pressure off of us. Amen. And he said, with your feet shone with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Everywhere we go, everywhere we go, everywhere we walk. Amen. Everything that we do in our words and deeds with our hands. Amen. When our thinking, with our understanding, we do it all in the name of Jesus because we got our feet fitted with the gospel of peace. Amen. We got peace everywhere we go. We may see things going on, amen, in the physical, but we look at more things that is taking place in the spiritual realm because it's the enemy that we're fighting up against, the enemy that we're fighting against all this paganism and all this idolatry and all this, this different types of evilness and deceptionness that is going on in the world. So we walk with the gospel of peace, amen. The world say peace on earth, amen, but we got peace on the, in our heart, in our temple, in our body, amen, in our mind, in our soul, praise be to God. And peace come out of our mouth. Amen. When we declare and decree, we declare and decree that God said, if a man's way pleases him, he said, I will even make your enemies be at peace with you. So we thank God for the gospel of peace that we can always put on our feet. Amen. Everywhere we go, it grips, it grips the ground. Amen. It keeps us stable. Amen. It's keep our mind always stayed on him. And he said, above all, take on the shield of faith, which you're able to be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We got to continue to have faith, faith coming by hearing and hearing is the word of God. When you get on this prayer culture line, you hear it. Amen. You got to see it. Amen. In the spirit, but you hear it. Faith coming by hearing and hearing is the word of God. So we got to keep our shield of faith. You got to have faith and you got to have faith as small as mustard seed and he said you can move mountains amen these are the piece of the armor that we have got to combine together we can't wear one without the other it is for protection and safety and god has given us these pieces of his armor which is the whole armor so that we can walk by faith and not by sight amen that we don't have to see it to believe it that we know that if god already said it he's already spoken it as he's the same god is today yesterday and to ever and forevermore that he's all already amen giving us faith amen and we have faith to believe that changes is happening things are happening in earth amen people lives are being changed because we have faith to believe saints of god we know that the lives of the people are changing
changing, amen. We're hearing follow-up results, amen. We're healing, we we hearing about testimony. We're hearing about people's souls being saved and set free and delivered from the power of darkness. We're hearing about people coming and, and getting delivered from calamities and infirmities and sickness and death. We thank God, amen, for the follow-up report because we have faith, amen. Every time we get on this phone line, every time we wake up in the morning, we got faith, amen, to believe that God said it. Amen. That's enough to know he's already done it. And he said here and take the helmet of salvation. Amen. As Pastor Lester was praying this morning and teaching this morning about the 10 commandments. Amen. We got to continue to keep that helmet of salvation on at all times. We keep that helmet of salvation on because it reminds us. Amen. What the laws. Amen. The laws of God. Amen. Jesus did not come to take away the law, but he came that the law may be fulfilled. Now the law has been fulfilled because greatest is inside of me that he's in the world. So we got to keep the helmet of salvation on. Amen. If you, if you are saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit, then we got to act like it. Amen. Cause Paul said, when I was a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child, but when I became a man, I put away my childish ways. Amen. So now we got the whole arm of God on the helmet of salvation. We got to keep it on saints of God, because we ain't wrestling against each other. We're not fighting against each other, but we're wrestling against flesh and blood. We got to continue to remind ourselves of that. Amen. We got to remind our thinking of that, that we're not fighting against each other. We're not exchanging words. We're not having no, no debate, no politician debate, no discussion, but we are fighting against spiritual wickedness and we got to keep the helmet of salvation. If I say I'm saved, I'm saved. Amen. Now I got to work out my soul salvation through fear and trembling. Amen. And those who fear God, amen, is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. So now when you win souls, he said he who wins souls is wise. Amen. Wisdom. Amen. Wisdom and understanding and knowledge. Amen. There are many that are always knowing, always learning. I'm sorry, always learning, but never coming to the knowledge of who Christ really is. So that's why we got to keep the helmet of salvation. And that is the whole arm of God. But you got to keep, amen, that sword sharpened. It is called the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. That's the word of God to be able, amen, to defeat the enemy in the offense. Praise be to God. All of the spiritual wickedness and, and paganism and idolatry and evilness and deception is that the earth, amen, has absorbed throughout the years and years and years of the devil's evil deeds and his, de his devious work. So we thank God, amen, that we use the sword of the spirit, amen. And he said the sword of the spirit, not the sword of the flesh, but the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God is all that we depend on. The word of God is all that we eat. Amen. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But he said, my word should stand forever. And God said that unto us, a son is a, a man unto us. A child is born unto us. A son is given. And we thank God for that word because that word was prophesied years ago. Amen. Through the prophet Isaiah. 
and it came to life. Amen. It came to life and it's raining in us right now in the name of Jesus. So that's why, Father, we come to you, Father God, in the whole arm of God, as you have commanded us, Father God, to put on the helmet of salvation, to put on the breastplate of righteousness, to pull on the shield of faith, to put on the belt of truth buckled around our waist, to put on the feet fitted with the gospel of peace, to use the sword, which is your word of God. Now we're standing strong, God. And you said, when thou stand, continue to stand, stand fast. Amen. We're standing fast. We're fighting the good fight of faith, Father God. We thank you in the name of Jesus, God, that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, God, but we wrestle against the principalities and spiritual wickedness and evenness in the dark and heavenly places god we thank you god that our weapon of warfare is not carnal but it's mighty through you god are pulling down all of these strongholds god all of these things that try to attack itself against us and on us father god through generation of curse father god through generation of, of, of tradition father god for you said the tradition of man has made the glorious gospel of jesus christ of no effect so god we thank you in the name of jesus for the whole armor god that we go out of our house, God. We go to our jobs, God. Our children go to school, God. Our loved ones, God, go to their different places, God. We got children coming back from school, God, from for, for the Christmas break, God. And we thank you, God, that we call it Christmas, God. We don't call it Xmas, God. We don't call it any other name, God. It is the day my God that is set aside, Father God, to recognize that your son was born in this world. And we ask for a savior, Father God, and you gave us a savior. Our savior is Jesus Christ. He is the reason, my God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for this whole armor protection, Father God, because it's going to protect us throughout the whole day, throughout the whole week, God, as we'll continue to pray about safety and protection in this nation, Father God, from the top all the way to the bottom, from the crown of their head to the bottom of their feet, God. We're praying for safety and protection, that people will continue to be vigilant, God, as they got on the whole arm of God. They be sober-minded, God, for our adversary walks around like a roaring lion, seeking we may devour. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus that we recognize every type of cunning and craftiness and evilness and deceptionness that is going on in the world, Father God, that you open our eyes up, God, that we may see it, Father God, as we have called out for your protection. We call out, Father God, for your hand, Father God, to already, Father God, defeat the enemy, God, because we are walking in victory, God. We're standing on victory ground, God. We're standing on the high ground, God, every time, Father God, that we open our mouth and we declare your word, Father God, the enemy is already being defeated, God. There is confusion in the enemy campground in the name of Jesus, God. So we are not led astray, Father God, by the thing that we see with our naked eye, God, but we see it in the spirit, God, and we know, Father God, that you sit high and you look low and you know everything that is going on, God, because you're in control of everything that is going on in the earth, God. You move everything in the earth even the little ants that is on the ground. Lord, you're moving them too, God, and you're using them, Father God, to teach us, Father God, so that when the ant you said, when prepare for the winter, God, they prepare all year long, God. They always stand prepared. They always stand ready, God. Nobody's a leader, God, because everybody's working together, just as we are on this phone line, God. We are all working together. We in unity, Father God. We are getting teaching, Father God. We're getting understanding, God. We are getting knowledge, Father God. We are all coming together and when you say father god when you see what is done and decent in order father god that you command the blessing right down god we thank you in the name of jesus that you command the blessing right here and right now father god for all listening that is on this phone line god as it goes out over the radio waves god as it goes out father god over every type of social media god 
touching the lives of the people, God, building them up, God, strengthening them in the name of Jesus, that they are already protected by the armor of God in the name of Jesus. Cause you said, according to Romans 8 and 31, if God be for me, who in the world can be against me? Who dare bring a charge against God's elite? God, I thank you in the name of Jesus that we have prayer warrior, intercessory prayer warrior, culture prayer warriors on this phone line, God, that we're walking with the whole arm of God, that we're made run and we don't get weary that we walk and we fate not God that everybody's mounting up like wings of an eagle with the whole arm of God on we got it God we got it we receive it in the name of Jesus because we need you God in everything that we do in the name of Jesus God that we can't do nothing without you God but with you God we can do all things through Christ that strengthen us in the name of Jesus so father we thank you father God thank you father God that we can go, Father God, to our supply and get more armor, God. Hallelujah, God. That we can exchange, Father God, our armor. Some of our armor have kinks in it. Some of our armor have scratches in it. But God, I thank you that we can always go back to your source, God, which is the word of God, to get a resupply, God, to get back in the fight, God, to keep our eyes always stay on the hill, God. That's what's coming, our help, our help coming from you, God. So we thank you for the logistics supply line that we have, Father God, to go back and reach back, Father God, and pull out, Father God, a sharper sword, Father God, in the name of Jesus, by withstand and grafted in your word, God. You said if you abide in me, my word would abide in you. And anything that we ask in the name of Jesus, it shall be given unto us. Lord, we thank you, God, that you supply all of our needs, God, according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. It's because, Father God, we serve you and only you, God. We worship you and only you, God. We keep our mouth, my God, in the name of Jesus. We be quick to listen, slow to respond slow to get angry Lord and we thank you in the name of Jesus thank you for the whole armor of God thank you for the whole protection Father God helmet of salvation breastplate of righteousness shield of faith belt of truth buckled around our waist feet fitted with the gospel peace and the sword which is the word of God and we're praying Father God you said the prayers of the righteous available much God we thank you for the powerful prayer Father God that goes out over this phone line Father God for everyone Father God that that come each and every day all day Father God even on Thursday for wisdom call God we thank you God for the prayers of all the saints God that continually to come together to serve father god to be serving of the most high god lord we thank you and we bless your holy name and we continually father god to be vigilant sober-minded watchful for our adversary our accuser of the brethren the deceiver the one that goes around stirring up discord and dissension among the brothers and sisters lord we thank you for keeping our mind always stayed on you and always keep that light burning so that people, when they see us, they know that we are ambassador for Christ. They know that we are a child of God. They know, Father God, that we are prayer warriors. And the enemy will flee by just seeing us. He will flee in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. 
when the Lord arrives, the enemy is, is destroyed and broken down into pieces. And God, we thank you in the name of Jesus for this prayer. We thank you, Father God, for the wisdom, Father God, the knowledge, Father God, that you've given Pastor Lester, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the word today throughout the week that we're going to continue, Father God, to walk in your calling, walk in your anointing, walk in your peace, God. As we are protected, we're going out, Father God, and we are ready. We are fight. We're fighting a good fight of faith, God, and we thank you, Father God. And throughout the day, God, remind us always, God, keep that whole arm of God on. Keep it on every day, all day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, then. Well, thank you, Pastor Eric. Thank you, Pastor Eric. Amen. Just remember, y'all, to keep this time of year holy and yes. consecrated and separated unto the Lord. We don't want to get caught up in the system out there that's based on man's evil imagination, man's form of godliness yes. during this season, how he sees things. What that makes us guilty of is exalting the tradition of men above the knowledge of God. That's all that is. This is what this season is supposed to mean to us. We don't get caught up in all of this formalism out there, these ideas out there, you know, how Hollywood sees Christmas. Christmas is not how we see it. So we don't want to promote and project any exhortation of the tradition of men. They have a certain way they want to approach this season. You know, that's the problem Jesus had with them saying one thing out of them. Out, but their hearts was far away from him. We want to keep in our hearts what's supposed to be in our hearts, and that's the love of Christ, that child that was born. So let's promote that this year. Let's really talk about that, that this is about the birth of Christ, and this is what we want to exalt, the knowledge of him above everything else. And so let's not be guilty of that. You know, that that's the problem that they had back 